Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media. Let me tell you what we've been doing. We follow the impeachment hearings each day throughout the day when they take breaks. We have been loading up short audio discussions of what we saw for that those few hours. And we put them on the top of our page where we keep our audio and video. So if you want to stay up to date with what we're doing, just bookmark that page. Always look at the top and that's where you will find the fresh audios and videos. But right now, we wanted to do a little longer one because we have, we're just getting ready to start day two for the impeachment. It is now um, 11 o'clock as we're recording this. By one o'clock, they will be back in the Senate. And before we go there, Thomas, what did we see yesterday? And also a reminder, if you want to catch up with what we had to say about yesterday, you can look in the production notes and grab that link. Well, basically, we saw all those old men in the Senate uh, needing a pair of Depends uh, so that, you know, they could sit through the um, (laughs) ridiculous uh, insults of Adam Schiff. Now, we had said already in some of these, that if they let Nadler come forward, it is going to really sink their boat. Because Nadler's insulting, indignant attitude, the way that he managed uh, his judicial committee, the way that it was completely slanted and he couldn't open his mouth without making false accusations that had nothing to do even with the charges that they brought, just basically bad, bad, bad I don't even know a name for it. Casting of aspersions, uh, oppositional research, uh, propaganda, Tavistock uh, manipulation. Uh, I don't call it what you want. Uh, I'd call it their attempt, their really pathetic attempt of Schiff, Nadler, and the undream team, their uh, fantasy football team, uh, who are having a psychotic episode in the Senate, and the Senate is not enjoying it. To be insulted by Adam Schiff's ridiculous narrative, which has no facts in it, is insane. Plus, we know that the other people who get up there who are defending the, the house managers, they're reading Adam Schiff's material. Those are Adam Schiff's words. Those aren't their words. <clears throat> Very clear. And we also know that they voted for impeachment even before the whistleblower came forward. We have news about the whistleblower I'll get to in a minute. Big news. Big, big, big news. Now, the Senate is at their wit's end now. That's it. They're at the end of their rope already, day one. Why did Mitch McConnell not object when they started talking about Lev Parnas and inserting evidence into an argument or or rebuttal, a discussion argument um, of the question, which was the change of the resolution which laid out the rules? Now, remember... That resolution that they're focused on for the whole first day was already agreed upon by Schumer. And then Schumer lied and brought forth, they say, as many as 50 amendments to it. Each one of them, somehow he gets an hour on, that's 50 hours, for the very first point. Now, what is going on? Here's what's going on. The Republicans are being stupid. Now, that's not surprising because they got their little plan together, and their plan is a good plan, which is to fight Schiff's propaganda and lies, and it just every single PowerPoint slide they present is nothing but lies. I swear I haven't seen one single statement on a PowerPoint slide that they have presented 
that is not a lie, nor have I seen a clip which was not a cherry-picked clip of the opposite. Because remember, all of their testimony insinuated guilt of Trump from, you know, deep state, bureaucratic, establishment, senior executive service members. And, but they forgot that when forced by the lawyers to tell the truth, we only need a little tiny a bite to show that Soundlin is a liar, a stinking, disgusting, egotistic pig of a liar. And we have him saying the opposite. And then we have him saying he didn't have his records. That's what they were arguing yesterday. Oh my gosh, to get the records from the State Department, to get the records from everybody, to get all these records. That would take literally years, years well, to get what they're demanding. Well, that's how you fight lawfare when you can't win because of the truth. You try to win with your convoluted words, and that's what we're seeing. I mean, they're putting all of these screenshots up and these clips because, hope again, they're trying to propagandize whoever is out there that will listen to them. Now, I don't want to legitimize the Democrat manager's presentation. I do not want to legitimize it. Uh, but uh, the reality is, when they were arguing to get more records, we've already seen that every one of the seven, there were more than 17 people who were actually uh, given depositions in the basement of the basement of the Capitol in a skiff room uh, under Schiff's management. He has sealed the only important one, which was Michael Atkinson, who was the inspector general. If they could simply unseal that, unredact it, then we'd have all the exculpatory evidence we need because Michael was surely asked, why did you change the form after the fact for the whistleblower? The whistleblower who now isn't even going to come up, he's not on anybody's list, nobody cares. He's a liar. We know who he is. And today I'm going to go ahead and say his name instead of just always saying well, DC. It's the ultimate straw man because he's not there. He's not there. And they're trying to protect him through a fake... Uh, imaginary, psychotic, imaginary lawfare dream of Schiff that says that he has anonymity, which oh, he does my, not. Oh, my imaginary friend, the whistleblower? Correct, his imaginary friend. Now, let's remember that his imaginary friend, we'll just say Eric, his imaginary friend, Eric C., came to a Schiff staff member to plan... His approach after talking to legal advice before he went to Michael Atkinson, uh, excuse me, before he went to uh, the whistleblower office, which is run by uh, John McCain's, uh, one of John McCain's lieutenants, uh, uh, Kerner, Henry Kerner. Yeah. And uh, of course, they let that one go through. They don't let any of the good whistleblowers go through, but they let this uh, Eric C. go through. And then after the fact, they said, well, you know, Eric, you only have secondhand information here. So we're going to go ahead and change the form after the fact, if you don't mind, so we can include your second, third hand information, fourth hand, fifth hand, sixth hand, seventh well, somebody hand Somebody had to approve that, Thomas. Who approved that change? Michael Atkinson. And he, was in, he gave a deposition to Schiff. They won't let it out because it has exculpatory information. Plus, it reveals who uh, the whistleblower is. Plus, it reveals the wrong process. Well, here's what has come out now. Ha ha. Hoo hoo. Ha ha. This is great. There are two White House staff members. They're being anonymous at this moment. But what they're basically saying is, we'll be glad to come testify if it comes to that. So if uh, 
we'd like to tell you that we know who the whistleblower is. It's Eric C. And the reason we know so much about it is because his friend Sean Mosca left the White House. He was a Obama holdover, and he went to work for Schiff. And he's basically the number one person advising Schiff on this entire process. And who is his best friend? Eric C. And Eric C. and Sean Mosca, oh, they were heard by two people, not one, two. Days after Trump entered the White House, stating repeatedly, consistently, how that they were planning and they wanted to include these other two witnesses, how can we take Trump out? How can we take him, the words, how can we take him out? They were actively involved in a coup of the president. And we now have absolute witnesses, and that's who the whistleblower is, is the person who was planning this coup and attempting it days after the inauguration and consistently thereafter. Remember his job? Oh, it was working with Joe Biden on Ukraine for the National Security Council. Okay, do I need to explain what that means and why the whistleblower came forward to stop what was happening in Ukraine? The Biden corruption was coming out. Well, Eric C. was part of that corruption. More than part. He led it and he would have deceived the entire National Security Council to cover for Marie uh, Yanunovich and for all the corruption going down. Uh, not only just the Bidens, but of course... The uh, John Kerry and, of course, Nancy Pelosi's son doing other deals and uh, Kofor Black for Mitt Romney and the whole gang, George Soros, you know, you know how it goes. Well, you know, as we were watching the impeachment stuff in between the comment, uh, Fox News, we had to watch Fox News. We could have watched it on C-SPAN, but, well, you know, we're just watching these commentators and who do they drag up to their show? Jeff Sessions. I really don't care what Jeff Sessions has to say. And why does anybody care what Jeff Sessions has to do? And why is his nasty old face on the screen again? Oh, is he trying to cover up something? Oh, he is running for office. And as we said, for sure, absolutely for sure, when he was uh, fired, that he would not leave political life. Remember, we made this prediction. He has to pay his paymaster. He has to do the work for his paymasters. He's already got the money in his offshore accounts. That's the reason he started making those remarks and being on Trump's side when he was never on Trump's side and started making the remarks about the border and, and this and that, and everything, supporting Trump. And then all of a sudden he's on Trump's team. And then, no, he was paid to do that. Why do we know this? Because he's on three of the five committees that are CFIUS approval for which had to have approved Uranium One. So in other words, he is a, he's a criminal. He knew this was going on and he became the attorney general, did nothing about it. He knew this was going on because as attorney general, he would have been informed of the 10 years of Andrew no. McCabe and Robert Mueller covering up Uranium One. He knew all along about this. He was just up there protecting his butt and all of theirs until he could no longer do it and had to, and, well, and Trump got rid of him. Absolutely. So when Schiff gets up, the lawyers turned around from the day, from the first moment, from the first moment when Schiff sat down after he spewed his lies, which they controlled. The airwaves, the mainstream media with those lies during the, uh, remember, resolution for an inquiry, which went to the wrong committee, which then made a recommendation, which was not an investigation, 
to the Judicial Committee which of the House, which was supposed to do an investigation, which did not. They simply debated the results of the resolution for an inquiry. So there was never a vote for an impeachment that could have moved the, the possibility for proper subpoenas. And this was said from the beginning, and they didn't fight this because they knew that what they were doing was lawfare. It was just injustice attacks against Trump back off. It's all for political spin. So Trump, what do we get to hear about Trump from Schiff is nothing but lies, every single slide, every snippet. And those liars who came out that were their witnesses that I was talking about before, they now say, oh, they don't have their records. Yes, they do. That is a lie. And boy, because some of them still work there. They still have their records. They, nobody took their records, and they are still working with those records. And then what do they say that they can't get access to? Their own personal notes. Wait, 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 wait. They referred to their own personal notes through the entire testimony, and but they were never given as evidence, and now you say you want them? Well, why didn't you just accept them when they offered them? So the, the logic behind getting subpoenas, all these 50 amendments to the first resolution of the rules, is stupid because the things they want could happen later in the trial, as it did with Clinton, uh, and, and as the re uh, resolution, the first set of rules would have taken care of. No, no. Their deal, and the reason the, I say the Republicans made a huge mistake is because of the following. Schiff and Nadler and mm, the pack of hyenas they brought from the, the Pelosi uh, chaos Marxism of the House of Representatives, which is a sad state of affair in America that we've actually gone literally so far left with fascism that uh, the Green New Deal was supported and approved by all the Democrats. Insane things are happening, folks. And so... Uh, but then they did pass some good things, you see, because they can't stand against that. Why? Because they need some support from some Democrats. But they now all the Democrat voters know that these people are liars and all the uh, people in the middle, well, they're shifting to the MAGA side. They're shifting to the Trump side, not the Republican side, to the Trump side. So what is going on here? This was simply an attempt of a schmear to take everything they have that will be presented in the arguments. Get ready. I said this last night. They're going to say all that stuff again. You're going to see those same slides again. You're going to see the same clips. That's all they have. Lev Parnas is the only addition they have besides the false GAO nonsense, which Obama did the same thing eight times. So what is going on here? This was them using their hour to debate something which they knew would be, of course, be tabled. And they used it to smear Trump in the first minutes that they knew people would be watching. Because no one's going to watch now anymore knowing that it's the shift and Nadler hour on as many as 50 Schumer insane amendments. Well, that's not going to last, folks. But what should have happened is when the lawyers for the Republican side, excuse me, for the White House side, should have used the Republican dream team they had sitting there. Or we didn't see them sitting there, but they should have been sitting there. They need there. to whip out Jim Jordan. Jim Jordan should have stood up and extemporaneously fought point for point on everything Schiff said 
to counteract his lies so that the American people got to see the case tried right there on the spot. Mitch McConnell, you blew it. You're doing this for your political reasons to wear down the senators so they hate, so they vote the way you tell them to because they would rather go up and choke shift to death there on the podium and kick Nadler. Why? Because it's all lies. These senators do nothing but lie, except the couple honest ones. Their job is to lie. Their job is... Okay, anytime, go and look at when they are giving testimony before the Senate. Guess what happens? No one's there. No one's listening to it. And those senators don't care about any testimony ever presented, even in their own committee. They barely have a private opinion. They barely, they only do not what their constituents want, but what their lobbyists want. And who are the lobbyists? Though They drive the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, and the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, as well as super PACs, who, can, who really pay for the advertisements now because of this cheating of the George Soros uh, the tax-free ripoff of hedge fund managers who then manipulate elections by the moments before the election manipulating people through subliminal programming in paid political announcements through super PACs. That's where they get their money. They have their overt money, yes, limited $2,500, blah, 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 blah. And when they cluster it from corporations, still that's legal. But the super PACs, those should be thrown out. That's that's like that's like hedge funds managers. That's like that's like betting on the stock market. That's like uh, derivatives. It's sheer insanity. But anyway, doesn't matter. The point is, is they have to go back and they have to say the following. You, we are now going to object to everything you say and do from the house managers because of what you did on day one. Because we see where you're going with this. Last night, I thought it was going to happen. Remember, I'm a parliamentarian. I was trained from the, from being a teenager in high school. I made lots of money helping direct huge meetings with Robert's Rules of Orders and Jeffersonian Rules. So I'm a parliamentarian, and I know they control everything. So when it comes to politics, it has nothing to do with truth. It's like going to a judge. The judge thinks it's their court. They, they, they don't care about the law. And the politicians don't care about truth. They don't care about their constituents. They care about their super PAC money that's going to get them reelected. And that's their crooked money. And they care about the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, which is handed out by Mitch McConnell to those who follow his orders or to, by Nancy Pelosi to those who follow her orders. That's how that works, folks. It's very, very simple. You don't get your money. You're not going to get reelected. How do you think a Nadler gets reelected? That disgusting being got up and insulted Americans, every senator, and everyone who who has any thinking, any logic in their mind. And he insulted them with false accusations, said there was a cover-up, accused them of things that never happened, put words in their mouth, thoughts in their head, lies describing their actions, and what it did was it sealed the fate that now Mitch McConnell today is going to do some fancy footwork you watch. Last night he did it by saying, no, we're not going to let you uh, uh, put in that amendment because we're going to deal with subpoenas for people, for witnesses, individual witnesses later. He could have done that on every one of them. He could have objected to them bringing in 
False evidence of Lev Parnas, a man who, who's already who's under indictment right now. It's like saying Michael Cohen, we're going to bring in an upright witness like they did before Michael Cohen. We're going to bring in Lev Parnas. No. How about bringing in some of the people who are actually fact witnesses? And here's the deal. I'm going to try to end on this. I don't know if I'm getting near the time you wanted, Betsy, but scumbag John Roberts drew doodles yesterday, not knowing that we could see the doodles and they were demonic, evil looking as if he is oppressed by some kind of evil. You can look at someone's doodles and really tell who they are because, you know, doodle... Oh, but you reveal the, who you are, and you do. Towards the end of the day, they uh, had taken that away. Correct. They were bl- they had blurred that out of the screen. Now let me tell you That's what else what, was on that page. Well, yeah. Every time any action had to happen, where he had to pay attention because he wasn't paying any attention otherwise, he leaned forward and he looked at the notes he had, which were Jeffersonian parliamentary rules of order with phrases that he had to use because he doesn't know what's going on there. He can't control Mitch McConnell. He controls his own Senate. And stupid Judge Roberts has been basically just a a sissy who's the Queen of America, the King of America, who can't be questioned, who can change the Constitution, change laws, and make rulings from the Supreme Court that can't be. We need to... I've already put a call in to the miners. I've said, go. you need to go and get into John Roberts' business. This guy is a doofus. He doesn't have the intelligence to be the Supreme Court. No, he does not. It is clear. See, I've never seen him speak and interact with people. That's been kept from us. So he leans forward... Stopping from his doodles, doesn't know what's going on. Someone is whispering behind him. Uh-huh. He looks up over at what he's supposed to read because he doesn't have any opinion because he doesn't know what's going on. And if Mitch McConnell said objection, he wouldn't know what to say. That's the reason Mitch McConnell didn't do that yet. Mitch McConnell is not going to test John Roberts and make him look like an idiot. He's going to simply manipulate him. Now, so Roberts would lean forward, and I could see that what he had written there had been written before, and those were his notes. There were about eight of them on anything that could happen, and each time it happened, he had to read it again. He wasn't smart enough to know to be able to say what he should understand the parliamentary procedure rules of the Senate. And his doodles... If you looked at them closely, it looked like he was in a cave and evil beings were coming at him. That's what it looked like to me upside down. And then when he leaned forward, he basically demonstrated that he didn't know anything. I don't think he is actually aware of what is going on. And when the lawyers kept saying, why are we here? Why are we here? Why are we here? At some point, John Roberts should have instructed the Senate that the exactly the way the rules would pan out in terms of his judgments in terms of objections to what is being presented. Mitch McConnell didn't object to anything. They didn't object to anything they presented. Why? They couldn't object to any of the law, the statutes that were being quoted, or the references to the Constitution that the lawyers from the White House were quoting. There could be no objection. Everything they presented should have been objected to because it had nothing to do with the point of adding to a resolution that was already agreed upon so that they can change, put on 50 amendments to it. That is nothing more than a political filibuster. Well, see, uh, Judge Roberts probably doesn't even know that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is dead. <laughs> I mean, seriously, what I saw up there was such a disappointment. That is a Supreme Court justice. Oh, my gosh. The what head? A, the head? 
who changes the Constitution when he wants? Is it not so obvious that he is controlled? And by whom? The Supreme Court determined who got elected during the Bush baby Bush election. They decided on my health care. That idiot, he is not writing his opinion. Somebody's writing it. He's signing it, if he can even sign his name. And they keep him closed up in his office so that people can't see what a friggin' idiot he is. He didn't take one note. From the second they showed his notes, the only thing he added were the doodles. And they were... As I say, demonic looking. Okay, we got to get going. We got the the uh, one o'clock hearing up on us, and we're going to keep folks apprised as we want to comment. I'll just say that the ratings will go square into the basement because even the commentators last night kept interrupting the Democrat dream team, uh, fantasy football team saying that they're boring, you can't listen to them, it's lies. <laughs> they literally, in the most historic time of any of their lives as commentators, news commentators, they cut off the Democrat speakers. But they always made sure not to cut off the White House representatives because they only spoke for a few minutes instead of the whole hour. Sometimes they only spoke for five minutes of the whole hour. No, they should have put up the Republican dream team to smash down those lies. That was their biggest first mistake. And Mitch McConnell, we can't tell if Mitch McConnell's making mistakes because we don't know his ultimate political maneuvering plan because he's totally in charge of that gavel. And if you don't know it, in the House, they have a mace that the Sergeant of Arms uses. Yeah, but he may be ahead of the Senate, but his wife controls him and China controls his wife. We've said that before. He is as corrupt as he possibly can be, and but he controls the political atmosphere. Now, Nancy does not control her political atmosphere. So she's had to kowtow to everyone, lie to everyone, and in the end, it wouldn't surprise me if she was drawn up on ethics concerns uh, along with uh, Schiff and Nadler after this whole uh, inquisition is over uh, and these inquisitors... Uh, are then put on the rack themselves, and we start to find out that each and every one of them was simply protecting their own nepotism, graft, self-enrichment, and greed.